Welcome back to another episode of Balancing the Biz, and this week we are talking about the benefits of reading and fitting it into your busy schedule. So guys, we love reading here at Balancing the Biz. I hope you know that already if you've been following along for the last six months of episodes, but Kate and I are both avid readers. Um, Kate, have you always been a big reader? Yes, I did read a lot in middle school and high school. Um, A lot of it was required reading, but I kind of fell into loving it more after high school I I didn't really finish out a college term but um, when I got into self-development I really just dove in and I've been addicted since yeah yeah that's kind of how I was I for me I was really into reading when I was young like in elementary school and stuff that was like my main thing that and art and then I fell off of it in middle school and high school and then once I got into the business world and all of that, I just like dove back into reading and just have been obsessed with it ever since. It's so good for the soul. And that's what I love about reading is that there's so many different things that you can dive into and there's so much knowledge available for us. That's like just at our fingertips. Yeah. So today we're going to cover a couple different things, um, but first we're going to go over the benefits of reading And this goes without saying that it strengthens the brain. I feel like that's just common knowledge with reading. And there's so much research out there proving that reading lights up different parts of your brain and increases connectivity. And I just found that so interesting when we were researching for this episode. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it does make a lot of sense. I think it just helps open up our brains in different ways that maybe during the day we're not getting that stimulation. Yeah, for sure. It also increases empathy and there's what's called the theory of mind, which are skills based on building, maintaining, and navigating social relationships. And it just turned a light bulb on when I read this because Megan and I are so on the same page when it comes to being empathetic and just caring a lot about others. And I think that goes hand in hand because we're both big readers. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. I think it's kind of funny when we read that, we were like, okay, this is kind of like connecting the dots a little bit for us. And I do believe that because a lot of times you become more empathetic when you've either experienced something yourself or you've been able to be around other people that have experienced different things in life. And it just kind of opens up your mind a little bit more to more life things. Yeah. And when you think about it, when you're reading, you're reading in third person or about someone else's perspective. So I think it kind of just, you get used to putting yourself in someone else's position Mm -hmm. and thinking about how they feel. Okay. So this goes along with all the other points. It also builds your vocabulary. And I think we can all use more words in our vocabulary. That's actually something I've been thinking about recently is I use the same words all the time. So I kind of need to expand there. And I used to know a ton of words when I was in school and having to like memorize stuff. And now I can't even like go back to like stuff that I learned in school. Like it's totally gone. (laughs) Make space for new things. Same same (laughs) here. I think about that sometimes. I feel like I, I think there's this 
part of the problem of I just talk really fast. It's almost like my mind can't catch up to what my mouth is saying. Mm -hmm. But it's also, I don't feel like I have, it's like I have the meaning of something in my head, but I don't have the word to actually like spit it out. Yeah, I find myself in that situation a lot. And I'm just like, man, like I could be so much quicker and on my feet. Like if I had more of a vocabulary and reading is the biggest exposure for that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, hell, we do a podcast. We really should yeah. learn some new words. <laughs> <laughs> also, reading reduces stress. And I think we could all use some stress relief in our life. And 30 minutes a day reduces your blood pressure, heart rate, and psychological distress. And I love this. This is one of the reasons why reading is going back on my radar. I need to stop neglecting it for sure. I can attest to this 110%. I have been trying to read in the morning, right when I wake up and then at night before I go to bed too. And it has helped me just to unwind and it gives me something to do other than being on my phone in the morning or, you know, like I'm basically replacing that with a bad habit. So in the morning, I'm sitting there and reading for about an hour and I'm starting my day on such a better foot. And it's just, yeah, I, I'm more relaxed. I'm more zoned in and it just feels so good. Yeah, I love that. I personally like reading at night. There's something like so relaxing. It just kind of puts me right to sleep. So it's the perfect way to kind of get in that space. And speaking of sleep, this can also help you with sleeping and it gives you the ability to zone out depending on the books you read. But if um, you have trouble falling asleep at night, I know I do sometimes and I've always picked up a book and within 20 minutes, I'm my eyes are getting heavy and I'm going to sleep. So, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all been there when we're about to fall asleep and the book falls on our face. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> and guys, the wealth of knowledge is endless. The beauty of books is that we can learn from other people's mistakes, wins, failures, and even getting to access people we normally wouldn't be able to access in our normal lives, like Bill Gates is an example. And he's, for the average person, it's impossible to like, get in touch with him or pick his brain, but you can learn all about him and his success in one of his many books. And this goes with like celebrities and all kinds of other people who are out there, you know, sharing their wealth of knowledge. And I think it, we're not meant to hold on to what we know mm. and what we learn. like we're meant to share it. So preach to that. I mean, that's how a society grows is that like, you know, people learn and then they share and then they share and it goes, it's just like a snowball. But um, this is so, so true because I feel like a lot of times when you're starting a business, you feel like a little bit lost. You're just like, you have no idea where to even start or it's just like all over the place, it feels like. And the power that we have, again, at our fingertips, we can just purchase a book and know exactly how to start a business from A to Z. That is so crazy. And we live in like such a crazy time that that's even possible. Yeah. Think about it. Like 20 years ago, you had to physically walk to a bookstore or have a bookstore local to you to be able to to get something and it's just wild how much information because is available to us because of the internet not just like 
you can find books online now. You don't even have to purchase or wait for it to be delivered to you. Like you can download it and you have it instantly. Right. And we also can't forget about the fact that libraries still exist. Like I know that our local li- library in Mooresville actually rents, you can rent out audiobooks on there oh, and really? That's cool. yeah. And you can rent digital books now. So if you have a Kindle or something, you can rent it and then it goes to your, your Kindle for like a week and then it disappears, which again, it just calls to like how much access we have to all of this knowledge right now. And that's free. Like if the library has it, you can even request a lot of times for your local library to purchase a book and keep it in stock if you it's something that you actually want to read. I had no idea you could do that. Yeah, you can totally go to them. You can give them a call and be like, hey, I'm really interested in this. And a lot of times you can ask for audiobook or um, you know, digital book, and they will most likely get it if they feel like it's something that is popular enough that people will want to read it other than just you. Oh, that's so cool. I have a library. Literally, I can walk to it. It's right in my backyard, basically. So I might have to go check that out. Mm-hmm. Okay, to sum up everything, reading increases your creativity. And I think creativity and expanding your mind go hand in hand, not just in the realm of reading, but you can open up your mind to help you solve issues that you have in your business or if you have like a creative mental block you know I know a lot of writers they will read other works and like do other things to inspire them if they're you know in a rut and having uh, a lack of inspiration so I read so many different things I try to you know, keep it in the self-development world, but I read about psychology and I read about happiness and just all kinds of different things. Um, And it's just so cool to see this one book I have. There are all these artists and it lays out all of their routines and what they used to like do on a daily basis. And I found that so intriguing. And that is so fun. We're going to have to link that, Kate. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely link it. One of my friends gave it to me for uh, one of my birthdays and it was one of the best books I've read. Like I just felt so inspired after reading it because all of their creative processes were different and it gave me inspiration to find my own process in that. So you never know what you're going to discover when you read a book. Oh my God. Yeah. And you never know what you're going to discover when you reread a book. Yes. I have that again too. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny how when you read something, you are pulling out the parts that are most important to you and you're highlighting and you know going through it and then you might read it again and a lot of the things that you um, are now going to highlight and take home with you is going to be totally different than your first round because now you have a different frame of mind after getting through that book and experiencing life in you know however many different ways yeah so true Okay, on that note, Megan, why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we're going to talk about how you guys can work this into your schedule. Welcome back, everybody. So we wanted to start out this next half of the episode talking about how to actually read more books and how to actually fit reading into your busy schedules. So we're going to start out with where can you swap an old habit with reading? So I mentioned this a little bit before, but I used to sit on my phone or like watch TV and stuff sometimes before bed. And I still do that sometimes if I'm feeling like doing that. 
But for the last couple of weeks, I've really tried to swap my habits and make sure that I carve out enough time, you know, even if it's 30 minutes right before I go to bed for me to sit down and just read and relax and unwind. And it has been such a game changer for me to actually feel like I'm getting a good night's sleep. Oh, yeah. And well, you're getting off screens. Mm -hmm. That's why like the blue light from the screens keep you up. But so something I did, I just unplugged the TV for a couple months. And instead of watching TV at night, I didn't have anything to do. So I picked up my book and I would read. And I did that for about six months. And I grew the most in that six month period because I was just constantly working on me and Mm -hmm. expanding my mind instead of zoning out into some TV show that wasn't adding any value to me. Don't get me wrong. I love watching TV. (laughs) There's just a time and a place for it. Of course. And if you guys really want to go hard, you saying that just now, like cancel your cable subscription. If you do cable still cancel your Netflix, your Hulu, your HBO max. So you physically cannot watch anything, any kind of TV. It like Kate just said, it'll give you a reason for you to be like, oh, well, I have nothing else to do. So I guess I might as well read. Well, and the reason I went so extreme was because I wanted to read more, but I would catch myself just picking up the remote and being like, oh, I'll just watch like an hour TV before bed. And I wasn't, I was breaking the promises to myself because I really didn't want to do that. And I legit had to unplug the TV in the first couple of times. I still grabbed the remote, but I didn't want to get off my butt and plug the TV and to turn it on. So there are ways around like working it in. You just have to know yourself a little bit and kind of get creative with how to set yourself up for success. Right. And I love that you did that. It's like kind of crazy to admit you're like, okay, I had to unplug my TV to stop this, but it like, sometimes you need that trigger just to remind you of like, oh, right. I'm not supposed to be watching TV right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's almost like a parent being like, nope. (laughs) Setting limits. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Okay. So number two, we want you guys to keep your book with you at all times if it is possible. So I personally like doing all of my reading on my Kindle. I'm obsessed with my Kindle guys. It is like my best friend (laughs) other than Kate. It's like my, my digital best friend. (laughs) Insert Kindle ad here. (laughs) I wish. Yeah, right. Sponsored, but not sponsored. (laughs) But um, I personally, because I love the Kindle, you can like, I can pop it in my purse and have it with me all day long. So when I have a free moment, again, I can swap out that old habit with reading. So if I think about, you know, if I'm waiting in line somewhere for something, I have my Kindle with me instead of me sitting there and scrolling through my phone, I can now fill that time with reading. Even if it's for a couple minutes, it's still letting you have that time to gain knowledge and just do something different. So what I like to do, Megan, whenever I have long periods, like a road trip, or if I'm on a plane, I always take a book with me. And recently I went to San Diego and I took um, one of the books that I've had for a while. I actually re-picked it back up and started rereading it. And it's called The Eighth Habit. And um, I had four hours, it was about five hours there, four hours back. And I read almost 200 pages within that time span. And that's awesome. I didn't want to pay for internet on the plane. So I 
kept myself busy by reading and the flight went by a lot faster because I was keeping myself occupied. Mm -hmm. But that's something I always, always have done. Like whenever I'm flying, that's my read time. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Flying and reading. I love flying. Side note. I love flying because it's almost like you just, you like physically can't do anything else but sit for hours. Yeah. And something like that's something that I don't ever allow myself to do really. So it's like, I don't know. It's just so gratifying to be like, oh, I, I'm not allowed to do anything else but sit. <laughs> it's like it gives you permission to make this time to do it. Exactly. Um, and I wanted to mention this really fun Stephen King story that we read when we were doing our research for this episode in a Harvard Business Review article. And the story basically goes that Stephen King at one point had mentioned that everybody should be reading like five hours a day. And in this story, um, this guy's friend was like, that's crazy. Who has the time for that? Like, nobody can read five hours a day. And then it just so happened years later, this friend was on a vacation somewhere and they were waiting in line for a movie theater and Stephen King happened to be right in front of him. And every single moment that Stephen King, like, as they were waiting in line, he was reading throughout the entire line for the ticket and then reading throughout the entire line for the snacks. And like, he kept picking up his book to get back into reading. And it was in that moment that that friend was like, I now understand why he's able to read five hours a day. And it's because he's feeling these other lull moments throughout the day that we might spend looking around or looking on our phone or whatnot, but he's sitting there reading, which I thought was so interesting. I love that. And, you know, whenever you drive, you can listen to audiobooks. So like now there's like no excuse to not have, you know, reading or listening to books like in your day-to-day -day schedule. I know when I drive, I like to listen to podcasts, but um, I have audiobooks and I've listened to them in the car. So there, there are ways to make it work with your schedule, like right. Stephen King showed. I think that's awesome. Exactly. And of course, like Stephen King, he obviously is going to be reading more books than us. Like he writes for a living. <laughs> yeah. But it's just something to show us that it's possible, even if you're not Stephen King. Okay. So our next tip is going to be have multiple book options on hand that you're interested in. Again, not sponsored, but we so wish it was. <laughs> this is seriously why I love my Kindle so much. I always try to have at least one business or self-development book and then one fun book that's just like, you know, something I want to read, like a, you know, dirty romance novel or like, like something stupid and fun. Something for entertainment versus yes. like, yeah. Exactly. And it's such a good mix up for me because I always have these different options to be able to switch if I'm not feeling reading that exact book at that moment. I think sometimes we don't read because we have picked up a book and we're not feeling it. And we just really don't like, we, we're just, we don't like that book, but we don't want to admit it to ourselves. So instead we're just like, oh, I'll just read later. I'll just read later. And it just sits there and collects dust. But if you have other book options on hand with you, then it will keep your reading train going a little bit further because you're going to have something else that you can pick up if you're like, eh, this is just not the day to read a business book or something. So I'm a little different. I can only read one book at a time. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's just something about, I don't know. I feel like they cross over for me too much and I have trouble like separating them. So I, I'm very old school with, I read one book at a time. I get don't that. Don't judge me. 
No, I'm not judging you. And I get that. And I think it's harder. Like I try to split it up to if I'm reading morning and night, a lot of times I won't like to read like a business book at night because I'm looking more to yeah. like just relax and de-stress. So I'll read something fun and just lighthearted. And then in the morning is when I'll read more of the business or self-help kind of book. So I feel like that's how I split it up in my mind, but I can totally understand. And I never thought about that. How like some people just like, like meshing of two stories is just like not smart for them. Like it just doesn't It all just blends together for me. So yeah, yeah. (laughs) It just works better to keep it separate for me. Okay, so- Our next tip is going to be attempt habit stacking. So if you've never heard of this before, James Clear, like one of my favorite people, (laughs) he talks about this all the time. He's the author that wrote Atomic Habits. And if you haven't read that book, we've talked about it before, but it's an awesome book. So he talks about habit stacking. And the idea behind habit stacking is that you are stacking multiple habits in a row. So you're able to actually achieve them, but it's based on things that you already do. So to give you guys an example, I take medicine, you know, I take my vitamins and my medicine for my mental health every single morning. And the reason why I was able to remember to start doing this was because I take it exactly every single, every single morning, I take it exactly after I brush my teeth. So I'm going to brush my teeth every morning. That's a given for me to remember to take my medicine. (laughs) I hope so too. (laughs) So now every single time I brush my teeth, it immediately triggers the memory to say, oh, okay, I have to take my medicine every morning. So take this into other areas of your life. And especially with reading, if you, every single night, let's say you get a glass of um, water before you go and lay down, or you get some tea at like 8 PM or something, and you know that you're going to do that because that's a habit that you really enjoy and you don't have to think about. Think about then also having your book right there that just says, okay, I know that when I grab my glass of tea that I now I'm going to start reading. I love that. And so for me, sometimes like I like to wash my face before bed and that's my trigger for like, okay, wash my face. Now I'm going to lay in the bed and read the book for like 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I'm not super strict with like, I have to read X amount like per night. You know, like I just, whenever I'm feeling it, if I want to read more than I do, you know, and I just, that works for me. So people can find their own like flow. Like you said, like reading in the morning versus night, like it's different for everybody. Right. And mess around with things, experiment, see what works for you. I think that's such a good point you made, Kate, that you don't have to have a set time of like, or a set number of pages, you know, I have to read a hundred pages every single night because you're not going to do it. You're <laughs> going to hate fun. it. <laughs> no. You're just be honest with yourself. You're not going to freaking do it. So just read up until your heart desires. Best Go advice, from there. Man. Best yeah. advice. <laughs> okay. So our last tip, and Kate mentioned this a little bit before, but have you tried audiobooks? This is something that I think, even though we live in a digital age, I think a lot of people forget that audiobooks are even an option. And a lot of times it's um, actually narrated by the author and it has a lot of, um, what's that word? Like a lot of character and a lot of like, yeah, like a lot of charisma behind it because you're listening to it. It's not just a monotone book reading when you think about like 
reading in high school. It's like actually interesting. It almost feels like you're listening to a podcast, but it's a long form podcast. Yeah. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to agree. And I like audiobooks because I feel connected to the author in a deeper way because you hear them articulate what they've written written. And I feel like they can get their points across or their emphasis on certain things across better because they are reading it. Yeah, that is such a good point. That's the word I was looking for before, articulation. Like the articulation of it is very important because like you said, it's emphasizing where it needs to be emphasized. And yeah, it just makes it so much easier, I think, for people to actually be able to take in that information. And remember to just like think about yourself and what you like to do. So if you find that you listen to a lot of podcasts and you really enjoy listening to them, and you've said to yourself before, I really want to get into reading more books, consider getting an Audible subscription and, and again, not sponsored, but we wish it was. (laughs) Well, and I think um, if you have a Prime account, you get certain books are free like every so often. So that's also an option if you want to try it out first. And I think Audible, your first book is free. Um, one of my favorite books that I've listened to, I don't have the hard copy of this one, is called The Big Leap, and we'll link that one to you. And I feel like I gained so much from listening to that book because the author, you can just tell how passionate he is about what he's written. Um, and I suggest everyone read or listen to that book. It's a game changer. It made me realize a lot of things um, that I was avoiding and just opened me up to a whole different perspective in my personal and business life and how that works together. But the awesome thing about Audible that I love is you can bookmark or highlight sections of the recording and go back and play them. And I've done that in the um, book I just mentioned, and I have like several spaces. And honestly, whenever I'm feeling like self-doubt or just discouraged, Sometimes I'll go and just listen to those clips and it's exactly what I need to hear in that moment. So that's another added perk of Audible and why I love using it. Mm-hmm. And it works just like highlighting does if you were yeah. reading the book, you know, in person or even on the Kindle. So this is a really great way for you guys to retain the information and save things for later if you're listening to them in a situation like a car or whatever, where you can't actually sit there and write. Yeah. And so something I used to do whenever I was editing photos that was when I would listen to that book and sometimes I would have to like pause editing and be like I gotta write this down this is just like too awesome Mm -hmm. but um sometimes if I didn't have the time to stop and write down you know I would bookmark it so it's a useful tool people should definitely try it if they haven't already I have to get into audiobooks more I don't know why I haven't yet I just think I, same like I was saying before I think it's a lot of times we just don't even think about it as an option yeah I'm very traditional I really love uh, holding a book and physically highlighting myself and I'm a big note taker and I've always believed like when I write it down it'll stick with me more mm-hmm. um, so when I'm like really serious about doing some work with what I'm like learning and retaining it that's what I'll do but the thing about audiobooks, like you can rewind and fast forward and you can re-listen to it and you have it all the time and it doesn't take up as much space. That's one thing like with uh, physical books is 
after you read them, like if you're not going to go back and reread them, they're just taking up space. So that's another like way to save the environment if you're conscious about that, like Megan and Mm I. (laughs) Megan's hardcore about sustainability. (laughs) But that's one of the main reasons I got into even wanting to have a Kindle is because I knew it. Like, yeah. It's the physical clutter. I I don't love like there's um we have like a very small bookshelf of books that Victor and I share together, but we don't keep any more than what can fit on that bookshelf because I just don't want books everywhere. That's but where I'm at. That's what, it's just like you get to a point where you have so many books and you're like I'm never even gonna read this thing. Mm-hmm. But you can also um, we're gonna actually link on here a place where you can like swap books which is really cool so if you're more into reading like a physical copy of a book there is almost like a think about it just like a book swap or something so you list a book on there and then you will swap with somebody else so it's a great way to save money if you want to read a ton and it's a really great way to save on the environment so not everybody is purchasing that same book and then we have like thousands of this book on the world Yes, love that. And a little tip. So I keep a list on Amazon of books that like if I hear a podcast and they talk about it, I'll go and add the the book to that list or I'll add it to my cart and save it for later. But every Christmas, you know, my family's always like, what do you want? So I will sprinkle in some of those books. And most of the time I every Christmas I get at least one. And that's a good way like if your your funds are tight or if you don't know where to start or that's a good way to trigger you to start doing that is have someone someone gifting it to you Mm, that is so true and i want to mention i'm sorry guys one more thing about the kindle (laughs) 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 i'm sorry this truly has just turned into a freaking today i'm balancing the biz we are talking about the kindle Oh my God. (laughs) But I swear this is important. So that's another reason why I got into the Kindle to begin with was because yes, it's a initial fee that you have to pay for the actual device. We got ours secondhand on Amazon so you can buy them refurbished and they have a warranty for like up to a year and it's something like 20 to 25% off of retail price. So you get a little bit of a discount on it. But then I also wanted to mention that books on there, an actual digital copy of a book is, I would say, generally anywhere between 6 to $10 cheaper than the actual copy of the book. So mm-hmm. you can save a ton of money by having a digital copy of the book on there rather than like going to Barnes & Noble or something and purchasing it. I wonder, can you print the digital copies or is it just straight to Kindle? So it's straight to Kindle. And Mm. as far as like the notes go, so I highlight throughout the book and then you can go on your Amazon account and look at all of your highlights in one place. So it'll pull it all together and then it'll tell you the page number. Yeah. So then you can go back through what I like to do is after I read a book is go and look at all my highlights and then put that into another document where I can see all of the book highlights from that that specific book so I almost get like an overview of what that book is within just like one little place it's pretty neat technology man it is it is pretty cool and you can share books on kindle like if you had a kindle I can lend you a book for a week shut up 
I'm I telling you one now I've been fighting it because I, I just like not being on a screen as much as possible yeah. because I am like on the computer very heavy. So that's why I like physical books, but mm-hmm. mm, the temptation is real. Maybe you can do a lot. Maybe you can just get it as a gift and then, so you can still do physical books, but when you need, you can do, you know, digital copies as well. You guys can't see me, but I'm making a face like Megan just convinced <laughs> me to go buy one. <laughs> Convincing everybody to buy a Kindle yeah. right now. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, we enjoyed talking about reading so much. Like we said in the beginning, this is really honestly one of our, um, I think both of us, one of the biggest things, like one of our biggest hobbies. And I feel like I can attest reading to a lot of my success within my business. Yes, same. I was just about to say, like, I wouldn't be where I was if I hadn't been diligent in just making time to not only grow myself, but my mind and my skills. Mm -hmm. So there's so much knowledge out there, whether you're looking for it in a book form or digital form or even like video tutorials on YouTube. Like there's so many avenues to get information to go out there and crush it hell freaking yeah and on that note guys we would absolutely love it if you rated and reviewed us on apple Podcasts and spotify um, follow us if you listen anywhere just hit subscribe and it will come up in your playlist every single week on monday and don't forget to join us next week when we discuss what it means to be a jack of all trades and master of none